0: it's Brandy Taylor. Welcome to the Business Beauty Network podcast, where business meets beauty. It's not just lipstick, it's business. We will share thought provoking conversations with business and beauty professionals. Our goal is to empower, motivate and inspire you to take your business to the next level. This episode is sponsored by Sterling Hair Solutions. Attention salon owners and hairstylists. The Sterling dryer is the first and only dryer designed specifically for hair extensions. The Sterling dryer cuts drying time in half by leaving your hair feeling soft and renewed. It's on wheels so you can quickly move it around your salon or suite. No more hand drying or hanging hair under the hooded dryer or even putting it in the microwave to process color. This dryer will dry your extensions evenly, it holds multiple bundles, and it has a color processing tray. It also sanitizes the extensions. You can learn more about the Sterling dryer at SterlingHairSolutions.com. That's SterlingHairSolutions.com. More information will be in the show notes. Hey, welcome to the podcast. It's a new day, a new week, and a new episode of the Business Beauty Network Podcast. Welcome, welcome, happy Monday. I'm super, super excited to share today's episode with you. But before we get into that, make sure that you are subscribed to the Business Beauty Network Podcast wherever you're listening. Subscribing is totally free, so just hit that subscribe button. We are on Apple, Spotify, Google, and many more, so make sure that you are subscribed. And did you know that we're on YouTube? Yep. The Business Beauty Network podcast is now on YouTube and we do stream some of our episodes live there. So make sure you subscribe on YouTube as Biz Beauty Network. You don't want to miss an upload. But now that all of that is out of the way, I cannot believe that it's Thanksgiving week. I mean, it's like, really, it seemed like it was just the 4th of July, but now it's Thanksgiving week. And I know everyone is busy shopping, getting ready for the holidays. Some of you guys are traveling, all of those things. And I just want to remind you to just actually take the time to breathe and be thankful. Be thankful for what you have. Be thankful for your breath. Be thankful for life and everything in it because life is truly a blessing. And we just want to make sure that we're thankful and really focusing and reflecting on what we already have. I find so many times in life, I'm striving to get more. I'm striving for this. I'm working hard for that. There's sometimes I forget just how blessed that I am and I forget to really reflect on that. So I try to remind myself of how blessed I am and just being thankful for what I do have. I'm thankful for my family. I'm thankful for everything that I get to do in my life. I'm thankful for you guys who are listening on this podcast and the opportunity to be able to bring this content to you And I just wanna encourage you to be in gratitude each and every day. Take out time just to remember what you have to be grateful and thankful for. It really will shift your mood and your life. And just smile, you know, smile, and just focus on the good, focus on the good. Because there's so many negative things that we could focus on, and that can really bring you down. But if you focus on the good, and there's so much good to focus on, then you can attract more of just that. And I truly believe that. And I just encourage you to uh, just be thankful and grateful for what you do have. And I want to wish you a happy Thanksgiving. I hope you have a safe and happy holiday, whatever you're doing during this season. But let's get into today's episode. I had an interesting conversation with my guest today. Her name is shamana And me and Shimana uh, had a great conversation just learning more about her business, Damn Gina. And so, Damn Gina is her business, a product accessory brand. She carries uh, hair care products that will help your hair with maintaining your curls and making it easier for when you sleep. Basically, it's a a new spin on a bonnet, but um, I have tried her product and it's much different from a bonnet. It's more made like a turban. It's silk and it's safe, and I love it on my natural hair and my curls and everything. And she also sent me her bucket hat, the silk lined, but she has some amazing products and a funny name and i asked her about the damn gina name and as you listen to the podcast you'll understand more about how she named her brand damn gina after uh, of course martin you know he would say damn gina on the martin episodes so definitely it was interesting learning more about her brand and how she started this company And I think you're really going to enjoy it and just learning about the impact that she's making on lives. And what really inspired me is, is that sometimes we will not put things out because maybe we have an idea and it's not a new idea. Maybe someone else has done something very similar, but I feel like, you know, there's like, how many lipsticks are there, right? How many hair care products are there? How many mousses and you know how if you go down a bread aisle, that whole bread aisle thing, how many brands of bread are there? So there's so many different companies out there that have the same product or similar products. But what we have to figure out is what's gonna make us stand out and what's gonna make you unique. And I love that she did just that because yeah, you you can get a I have plenty of bonnets, but I don't quite have one like the Damn Gina bonnet. And I was encouraged because sometimes we think that. There's so many people doing that already. There's so many products like that out already that we will sleep on our idea. But honestly, what really makes it unique is you, what you bring to the table, the spin you put on a product and you can create a demand for something that no one else can. And you can tap into an audience that other people may not be able to tap into with your product. So never compare yourself. Don't worry about what other people are doing and what other people have created. What spin can you put on it? And how what can you bring to the table just that's different amongst all the other products in that bread aisle, right? So I just wanted to say that because I really love the spin that she put on her brand. And I think she has a great quality product that I use myself. I think you're gonna enjoy this one. It was a great interview. Here is a little bit of Shamina's bio. Growing up in India, Shamina flat ironed her naturally curly hair from the ages of 15 to 30 believing that straight hair was the standard of beauty in her role as a marketing coordinator for a fashion label in australia shimana discovered her love for designing accessories and working with silk fabrics it was not long before the self-taught self-starter turned her hobby into a full-fledged business Shimada realized that her perception of beauty had been wrapped by long-held childhood beliefs, recognizing that damage straightening her hair had caused. Shimada took it upon herself to learn about curly hair methods and started to redefine what beauty meant to her. Her experience working with luxury silk fabrics led to the creation of Damn Gina, a trendy hair care accessory brand inspired by the catchphrase from the 90s sitcom, Martin. As founder of Damn Gina, Shimana hopes to encourage people from around the world to celebrate and embrace their beautiful curls, coils, and waves. I think you're really going to enjoy this interview and here it goes. Hey, welcome to the podcast. It's your host, Brandy Taylor. We have an awesome guest today. Shamaya Jaina. Hi Shamaya. Hi, hi Brandy. How are you? Great, great, great to have you on a podcast. I'm super excited to talk to you today and learn more about your brand and awesome things you're doing. But before we get into all of that, tell us something about yourself that most people would not know. Thank you.
1: Thank you for having me, Brandy. Okay, so um Something which most people don't know about me is I actually grew up in India um, and then I did my master's in Singapore and then followed my husband to Hong Kong and I moved to Australia just six years ago. Um, Yeah, so I have been around a bit. So I think that's something people don't know about me.
0: Awesome. So you've been around the world, huh?
1: Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, and my husband used to live in the U.S. So, uh, you know, yeah, we've been around a little bit. So.
0: Awesome. So tell us like your your entrepreneurial story, like your beauty journey. How did you get into this? Sure. Um,
1: Okay, so I actually have a a degree, my graduation was in engineering, I have a computer science um, uh, degree, but then I did my master's in marketing because I I liked uh, what marketing encompasses like I I liked what it uh, gives Um, you know I'm a people's person I like talking to people I like um, you know knowing new things and I was curious about it more than my technical skills this was I was better at this so I did my uh, master's um, in Singapore in marketing and then I was working for a fashion wholesale brand Um, it it was a Canadian brand here in Australia so I was doing marketing for them and that's when it kind of kicked in me like I kind of thought that I could do this better (laughs) so but then uh, obviously I didn't go into fashion but um, you know I slowly started looking at things um, everyday work which kind of affected me more like what was my personal pain point and um, I kept thinking about it and um, you know that I think that's where it kind of you know ignited in me that I should start something on my own also, I think living here in Melbourne, which is kind of a small business capital of Australia, like every other uh, woman you meet, actually has a small business. So, oh, yeah. That's, yeah, it it really is amazing. Like there's so many markets and small little market stalls. So I think that kind of gave me a little bit more confidence that I should actually venture out and do something on my own.
0: Awesome. So. Was it a solution that you were looking to solve when you decided to come out with your product? Like when you decided you want to do something on your own, where did it, you know, what gave you the inspiration?
1: Yeah, sure. So um, I, I, I told you, as I told you, I grew up in India and hair care is something which is more, more of a ritual in India. Like hair is the most important thing. Um, and my mom always, you know, this is like a childhood memory where she always, you know, oiled my hair every other day and combed it. And I had this really dark, long, um, curly hair. Um, now I loved my curly hair while growing up because I didn't have Western media to influence my thoughts. But once I was a teenager, once I went to a bigger city to do my um, uh, to college, that's when I kind of started seeing women having straight hair, and I kind of wanted to have that, like you know, uh, lighter skin, straighter hair. That was that was Eurocentric beauty was the standard, um, and I started straightening my hair through chemicals, through heat, and that 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 in my head quite a bit and it took me almost a decade, Brandy, to start falling in love with my curls again, to start exploring ways to actually preserve my curls, what can be done. And uh, while doing that, I came across a bonnet, a satin or a silk bonnet. And um, I saw in Australia, there there was no one actually talking about it um, and no one really doing anything. There were products, but there were no accessories to actually maintain the curls once you have actually achieved them. (laughs) So, and that's when when I, I was like, okay, this is something that there's a massive market gap and we should probably do something about it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I could totally relate to like how you were when you saw everybody with the straight hair, because I've always had curly hair and people always complimented that. But I, you know, didn't like it. You know, I was like, I don't know why you guys like this curly hair. I would rather be (laughs) different. So I it was until I was older as well when I started to really embrace my hair and learn how to properly Take care of it so so that's interesting that where you're located, they really didn't have like much information on the market about the body now it's something that I see common, but I do feel like yours is a little different, so can you describe to us like uh what's the what would be the main differences in like maybe some of the other bodies that are on the market?
1: yeah, sure, um so you know they they were silk bonnets or satin bonnets available but they were more on ebay and uh, they would be drop shipped from uh, china or somewhere else but there wasn't really a brand around it that was one that's one of the main uh differences that we have and secondly as as i told you brandy in australia i think it's it's not as multicultural and diverse as the us is so still the majority of the population is white and the, you know, the knowledge about curl care is kind of less compared to the US market, because in the US, you have, you, you have the African Americans, you have the Hispanics, you have the uh, South Asian Indian, uh, you know, Indian Americans who actually have uh, curly hair, and there's a lot of more information and knowledge and education about how to care for your hair. So um I think uh, what our brand made a difference was got curl care mainstream so we we kind of made it a little bit more mainstream more fun more young where younger girls rather than going through the cycle that you and I did where we straightened in our younger days and then embrace their curls I want them to actually start embracing their natural curls when they're younger so we wanted it to be that colorful young energetic brand funny fun so I think that's the main difference and also the quality products we use really high quality mulberry silk so um we don't use anything satin or anything uh, because satin is nothing but you know um it is plastic it's nylon so we we are really uh, passionate about actually having something biodegradable i think that's also a major differentiator than our competitors or in this whole um, bonnet landscape
0: <laughs> what type of response have you been getting in the market so far like as you have put the product out there and your customers have tried them because i know you launched in 2019 so how's everything been going with that
1: Oh, absolutely amazing. So it's kind of a... So we, I call myself a COVID brand, Damn Gina, because we launched uh, during the Black Friday of 2019. And then obviously the whole world shut down by March, 2020. So, um, but then I think that was also, um, that was also kind of a blessing in disguise for my brand. I know it it was bad for the entire world, but, but I think that's when women kind of, they were at home and they actually started caring for their hair. They're like, oh, okay, I'm not going out. I'm not gonna heat treat. It so let me do something that actually preserves my hair, so that kind of gave us a massive boost in the sales, and that definitely helped that whole slow stayed home, um, you know, lifestyle that people were resonating with.
0: Mm-hmm. So, how did you come up with the name? Now, we all know where you got it from, but what made you name your company Damn Gina? <laughs> yeah,
1: I know, like, so this is. So this is such a strange and, uh, you know, random connection because Damjina is such a iconic, you know, uh, phrase from the 90s show Martin and mm-hmm. uh, it's been used on every day. Uh, and it, it's got like so much of cultural context from the American point of view, um, um, but for me, uh, I grew up without watching Western media, as I told you in India till till I was a teenager. So when Martin actually came in, I didn't know Martin existed, <laughs> so <laughs> uh, because we we didn't have English channels back in, in uh, back home. So what I I actually wanted something which um, which has some context with curly hair. Um, something which was fun. Um, and literally that that's pretty much what and we we actually were planning to name it damn girl, you know, like damn oh, girl. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's how it started. And the damn Gina was something my designer, my brand designer said, Oh, why don't you just say damn Gina? Like, and then she gave me the whole context, and I'm like, Oh my God, this is amazing. And then I actually saw Tisha Campbell and I'm like, oh my God, she, yeah, this is Jam you know. <laughs> Beautiful. So um, so it it just it was just something which was, you know, passed to me in the passing by a brand um designer and it just fit perfectly um, with everything that we uh, wanted to, uh, you know, convey to the customers. So, but yeah, I love it. I absolutely love it.
0: <laughs> I think it's cool. Cause it definitely stood out. Like it was, it made it easy to, to remember your brand, honestly.
1: Exactly. Oh, thank you. Yeah. See, that's, that's the hope, you know? Yeah.
0: <laughs> Yeah. So definitely, I think it's something that people will remember because they'll be like, what? Damn, Gina. You know what I'm saying? and like, oh, okay, let me get the damn Gina. So right now you have a few different types of audits, right? That you're carrying. Yeah. And this is your hero product. Um, is there any uh, plans to release any other products or anything like that?
1: Yeah, so uh, because uh, we started with some, uh, you know, really high quality silk, so we wanted to use all the benefits the silk can provide our skin, our hair, and everything beauty related. So we also lo- recently launched the uh, silk line bucket hats for the U.S. market because it's your summer now, and you know, you, you it will be all when you're going out, and how sun being sun safe is the new mantra. So um, we we want to make sure that we are part of of it. So um, our silk lined bucket hats are actually handmade and um, it is completely lined with silk. So you will not end up with hat hair, even when you are spending the whole day out in the sun, by the pool, you know, on the beach, anywhere you go. So um, that's our latest product. And I think we're the only ones who actually do silk line bucket hats. Um, so, yeah, so that's something I'm really excited about uh, now that we're launched it in the U.S.
0: business beauty network is now on youtube you can subscribe to our youtube channel at biz beauty network we plan to bring some awesome content along with bonus episodes and our weekly podcast episodes to the biz beauty network youtube channel we hope to see you there that's awesome i haven't seen one silk line but yeah anything to protect your hair for sure yeah. for sure
1: and also just be safe at the same time like you protect your skin your hair your face and your neck and your head so the so, you know three things in one one product <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. do you think you'll uh is it a product that can be used for women and children or do you think you'll come out with a line for children at all because i know you talked about like young girls taking care of their girls at a young age
1: yeah so we actually here in the Australian market we actually have silk care wraps for uh younger uh, younger kids like children and from about the age of 6 months um so uh, we even, even for bonnets um uh, 6 to 8 months is the uh, range so we, we can't really make any hair products for babies below that age um uh, because of safety reasons but then after that yeah we do have bonnets uh for them uh, and i'm planning to launch that in the US in the next couple of months but yeah we have had a great response um for the baby uh, hair wraps as well Uh, and you wouldn't believe it or not that's how um i I get most of my orders initially when I was only in Australia came for the baby silk hair wraps, not for the adult ones. And they were from the uh, U.S. Uh, customers. Most U.S. orders were for the baby wraps. <laughs>
0: well, you know, like when you first have a baby, you you have to lay them on their back. And I remember my daughter lost like all of like, at about, you know, nine months, she was yeah. born back there for laying on her back, you know, and, you know, it grew back but she had a huge bald spot from her hair rubbed out i the yeah. back so it's a thing yeah
1: it's happening with my baby now she she's six months old and you know she has knots, the matted uh, you know uh, hair because um, of you know lying on uh, on their back on their head all the time Um, so but I can't use it on her because she's not yet six months old and uh, I don't want to you know so I'm, I'm waiting for her to actually cross that mark so that I can use my own products on her (laughs)
0: <laughs> right, right. I think it would be great because I remember that. And I you know, I can see how parents would want something like that to prevent their kids' hair from rubbing out. But another thing you got me thinking about too is maybe, I don't know, should we put the baby in silk sheets? <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, but <laughs> but
1: but but then again yeah silk sheets is something i have been thinking of for some time now but uh i i felt like it would probably be a little bit more bedding than beauty so yeah further into that so but we want to stay in hair and beauty uh part of the business so but then yeah silk sheets have been coming in my mind quite a bit because they're Amazing to be in the on the cot or in the crib for the baby mm-hmm. to have that. It's perfect. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, something... it was
0: just a thought, you know. You just kind of wonder, like, would that help? <laughs> That's
1: babies, a great idea, you know?
0: though.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's a great idea, Brandy.
0: <laughs> Thank you. So, how has your marketing background helped you with your business now?
1: Oh well, I think uh, one thing that I really learned during marketing is actually be out there and talk about your product as much as possible. Um, so I, that's something which I've been doing quite a bit. And uh, and the other thing with the marketing that has actually helped is um, learning a little bit more of advertisements through social media. That's something I learned uh, in my course. And that has really, really helped us um, kind of step forward and actually use Facebook, Google, and now TikTok to actually show our products to the more younger generation. Um, so these. These are a few things that I actually learned in marketing and also relationships. We uh, initially, when we launched, uh, we um, started using a few influencers. We would send out the products to these influencers and ask them, Hey, look, if you like this product, then give us a shout out. Otherwise it's fine. Give us a feedback and we'll take it. And we have maintained those good relationships with these influencers who loved our products and who used it and who gave us the shout outs. And that really, really helped get the brand to a different place than what it was. Was when we started.
0: Great, great. Because I know definitely, you know, mark, marketing is needed for every brand. So I'm like, I know some of your experience had to really add it to what you're doing now for sure.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think influencers, uh, paid digital media, and also kind of going out there and talking about the brand as a founder, these are a few things that have definitely helped uh, Tina to, you know, r- get more brand awareness.
0: So have you had any hiccups or anything along the way? Because I know you were a newer entrepreneur, you know, like we talked before, you said you were nine to fiver and yeah. you probably didn't traditionally think you would have your own brand. So have you had any like hiccups or anything starting your own line and all of those things?
1: Oh, absolutely. So um, the, the very 1st silk hair wrap we came up with was like a size too big for everyone. <laughs> so I had oh. like, Uh, yeah so but then the the thing is though we sent it out because it was such a new product in this Australian market uh, people were more than happy to give us feedback which I'm really really grateful for so and then we were like okay we need more sizes people have different head sizes different hair textures so you know it's like a constantly improving a product Um, that's probably one of the things. and second thing which is not talked often is I'm a bootstrap business so the cash flow is a big big Thing, um, so everyone wants to talk about how how much revenue they made and you know what they are achieving, but. Honestly, um, I think more than the revenue, it's the profit that actually makes a difference. Um, so, uh, no matter what revenue you have, so many more uh, you know expenses to go for. So, um, definitely, cash flow as a bootstrap business is one of the constant hiccups that we have to somehow keep you know um, climbing that hill.
0: <laughs> yeah, totally understood. I hear that a lot. You know, when you're bootstrapping and everything, have you uh, thought about raising capital? or any of that, or are you um, any, any of those programs?
1: Not, not, not at the moment, but yeah, I, I, we, because I, I, I got pregnant and I had a baby. So we kind of that whole thing kind of stopped there. But uh, definitely 2023, that's something I'm planning to do. Um, uh, I'm kind of slowly learning about raising and also trying to look at how to get on the shelves of big retailers. That's on our agenda for the next year as well.
0: Sure, sure. Well, I'm sure, I, um, that shouldn't be a problem with you. I, I look forward to seeing that in a very near future, for sure. Thank you. What has been the best part of the journey so far?
1: Oh, wow. Where do I begin? Um, I think it's the freedom, it's a freedom of actually um, doing what you love, and um, doing the way you love it. um, And being your own boss, I absolutely love i actually love every part of this whole e-commerce uh you know business owner gig like it's this is this is something um i think i was meant to do. i don't think i'm a good employee that's what i keep telling everyone i think i'm not a good employee but i'm a great boss <laughs> so um, yeah so that's that's i think that's where um uh, you know i absolutely love every part of it the freedom of it the time like i can even though i work sometimes at 10 now it's like I started this at like 5:30 a.m uh, on a Friday morning. So the timings vary massively but still it's still on my own terms and I think I wouldn't um, trade that for anything in the world and also i love when people just randomly i you know spot someone tagging us and some woman loving her hair because of the product. like that's that's like immense sense of joy when someone actually loves your products and actually sees a difference in their hair um yeah that just makes my day
0: yeah what was some of the best feedback that you received that you could remember Oh wow.
1: Okay. So th- w- this is one from the baby hair wraps. Uh, this mom was having um so th- th- this this kid, she had a lot of kinky, coily, large hair, six-year-old uh, girl, and she would hate her mom to touch her hair because it was so matted and so naughty all the time, and she would cry, and the mom would cry. So, and then she got one of this and it has been life-changing for her and she actually called me and she was in tears that she was for the first time her, mom, her daughter did not shed a tear and she actually enjoyed the whole combing and you know hair styling process and that was I think one of the best uh compliments I've received because that mom was so happy and so was the daughter so and second thing is actually we have a lot of um chemo patients use our hair because it's cooling on their head and they always come back and say how it uh, it's not like a traditional bonnet it's a little cuter like a hair hair turban so they say how it kind of makes them feel cute at the same time you know say keeping their scalp cool um, and it kind of brings their confidence back when they're losing their hair and that's always heartwarming and you know to see even they love the products I think those kind of come a pop in my mind right away.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. What is the biggest lesson that you've learned on your entrepreneurial journey thus far? Um,
1: I would say it's good to know everything like um, I mean you know when you start I know you start alone but the minute you start making some revenue it's very easy to actually start hiring a lot of people and you know start delegating work and great I think you should go and do it but it's it always pays to learn every part of your um, business a bit yourself because I did ads myself I I mean I did my customer service myself I packed my own products I so I I design I designed my own product so I did it all myself so now if if I'm if my agency is not working well on my ads I will know and I'll like, say hey why are you not doing this so I I have that authority to actually say okay I know this I can talk to you about it so I I think um that that would be probably my biggest lesson is um the the kind of knowledge I gained of it the kind of new skills I acquired um mm-hmm. because had to there was no other goal so um yeah I think and that's my biggest journey uh, yeah
0: yeah yeah Shumana, I would agree like I think that you should know like all the especially if you like, know, like if you started a brand and it's just you you should mm-hmm. understand what it takes to run it because sometimes people can hire people too soon and they'll come in and they're not doing what you know they think they need and then it's a waste of time and money so if you at least understand like what's supposed to be done you can see well you're not even coming close to that so what i need (laughs) then you can really address those issues head on so that's definitely a good lesson for sure yeah great so it's been absolutely great shamana learning more about you and damn gina tell everybody like how they can find the products and all of those great things
1: yeah sure so um you can find our silk beautiful silk accessories on damgina.com um and yeah that's pretty much where you can find us now we are also on wolf and badger which is um a marketplace uh which is shipped worldwide so if you're anywhere else in the world apart from the us and australia just go to wolfandbadger.com and you can find our products there
0: awesome awesome do you have any last words or anything you want to leave us with before we go
1: Uh well it was great to be on the show brandy i absolutely loved having this chat with you and i think your hair is amazing and <laughs> thank uh, you. I, I i i i'm going to send you a silk hair wrap because i think you would love that and your hair your beautiful curls will love that too
0: <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much Shamana Jaina, damn Gina and we're out as always stay great thanks bye thanks for tuning in to the business beauty network podcast please subscribe and support our podcast please share it share it with your friends and family also connect with us we want to hear from you leave us comments let us know what you're enjoying about the podcast also email us at bb network podcast at gmail.com you can also connect with me on Instagram at I am Brandi Taylor and at Exquisite Looks. We're also on Facebook and Twitter at Exquisite Looks and you can check out my website at exquisitelooks.com. I really hope to hear from you and connect with you soon. Remember that all things are possible if you only believe. Stay great.